So don't say you right. <laughs> we can bleep it. <laughs> we we can bleep. We can bleep. Can I say coochie? <laughs> I mean, because like, like, yeah, like, like, he kind of rhymes too a little bit. I like coochie. Okay. <laughs> I like coochie. Coochie works. home of CNN. That's right, ladies. Wolf Blitzer 24-7. He's such a zaddy. Zaddy! Wolfie! Come to bed! I'll comb your beard with the plastic comb that I got at 7-Eleven. I regret doing that. It's the Whole World Improv Theater Podcast. Brought to you by Whole World Improv Theater, Atlanta's original home of improv. Here are your hosts, artistic director Chip Powell, and a man who's been watching Looney Tunes again, John Mihalik. Hey, everybody, it's the Whole World Improv Theater Podcast. My name's John Mihalik, and with me, the co host, the artistic director of Whole World Improv Theater, Mr. Chip Powell. Hey, John. Hey, Chip. We had a blast last week, and I think we've got a real entertaining one on tap for this week. We sure do. We've got uh, a guy named Brick, uh, also known as Sweet Throat. He's a pimp, and uh, tell us all about it. Oh, my name is Sweet Throat. I come through and I make all the bitches' panties want to fall. Coming tall and coming walls. I come in everything, standing 10 feet tall. So I want to ask you, as a pimp, like, what is your percentage takeaway from each that you pimp out? Oh, see, I have this thing with my they stay with me, so it's called a shelter. So at the whole shelter, they stay for free. So while all my stay, they live for free, they eat for free, they just got to go out there and go get that money for me. Yeah, and so let me ask you this. Like I said, what is the cut? Let's say she does a hand job for 100. Let's just say that's the thing we're going for. If she does a hand job for 100, how much of that do you see? I get 50% because I'm the one that drives. I have to keep up the car wow. maintenance, and I have to do everything else for her, but at least she gets half. Wow. Wouldn't Uber be a much more efficient way to get the uh, sex workers, which is the nicer term? Well, you would get less of a cut, John. You wouldn't get the 50%. (laughs) Exactly. See, the thing is, you got to think long, not wrong. Yeah. Also with us is Martini Scalini. It's a pleasure to be here today with all of you. Martini, let's talk a little bit about your history. You kind of, I don't know how to say this, you plagiarize. I I don't uh, feel the same way that you do about the plagiarize. I say I inspire. I inspire by the movie. I make the movie. I make the movie. Inspired by Star Wars that you made a knockoff called The Humanoid in 1979, which had the scrolling of the storyline before Mm -hmm. robot. I mean, it was a mirror image of Star Wars, but Mm -hmm. done in Italy. It, it, it it's good movie. It's good no, movie. It's, no, it's no, fantastic. No, it's it's got I, very uh, low tomatoes on Rotten Tomato. Do you know the the story of the humanoid? Tell me, please, because I'm looking at it right now online. In 1979, I was in a bar with the Christopher Walkins, and we were having drink, 
and he bet me that I could not get my movie in the midnight screening. So we drink one, two, three, five cocktail, and I sneak into the projector room, and I seduce the projectionist. Yeah. I put my movie in instead of a Cronenberg's The Brood. I just everyone love my movie. Please tell me how you seduce a uh, person running the projector. With one, two, five cocktails. Nice. Is it or is it not true that in honor of George Lucas, you labeled yourself the director George B. Lewis? (laughs) Yes. Is that not plagiarism in its own form? No, that is tax evasion. That is tax evasion because there's a straw man name. They make him pay the import tax. Sweet throat. Is seduction one of the services your staff provides? See, my... They ain't got to do nothing but just stand out there on that corner. Seduction, they wear short skirts. They wear pumped heels. And some of them might have a wig because some of them a little bald-headed. So I told her put on a little wig just so that the man, the John, have a little, little something to grab on. Yeah. So seduction is key. Seduction is the key to everything. And that's what my point to you is if you're taking 50% of the girl's income, what amount of that goes into housing? bills, and then wigs, makeup, and costumes. How are you able to sustain on just 50%? See, I do other things that I cannot that I cannot tell you on this here station podcast today because it might be illegal. <laughs> okay. Isn't pimping illegal anyway? Pimping ain't dead. Just skate. Okay. All right. Okay. That brings up, you know, obviously. He's a hoe wrangler. Obviously, uh, Sweet Throat knows a few things about costuming. What's your secret to costuming in these admittedly lower budget movies? They were bad. The movie uh, with uh, the realism, uh, the neo-realism, the Sica, the Umberto Di. They are the best because the actor, no actor. Actor, like money. No actor, no money. So they bring the costume whenever they come to set. That is how I costume every one of my... What are you wearing? What is that shirt? What is that, that shirt with the, with the ruffle? This is swag. That is a swag costume. Done. I have to uh, say that I unfortunately have not seen any of your work. So I'm so sorry for your life. If I wanted to really start finding the uh, collection of your work, what's a good starting point for me to watch? Uh, I have a all a, a Blu-ray in my trunk right now. If you would like to buy, I can sell two for ten or a three for a twenty. You can actually just Google this and get it online. You don't have to buy his DVD. This, I am suing Google. The Googles have stolen too many movies. And just like you stole the idea of Star Wars this and tried di- to present it as your different. own. Yeah, this is no. different. This let's is not, not... You know, let's move on. So you bootleg a movie, you make it your own, you plagiarize. But now what happens with your life? You're no longer directing, correct? Uh, I. Uh, this is mistake. I want everyone to know I am directing. And if you want to be executive producer, you only have to ask. If you have money, 
I make movie for you. Yeah. Okay. I'm not opening my checkbook for this, but just go ahead and tell us what is it that you're doing now? Uh, right now, I am a, a filming a movie that is called... A, Are you it, reading off of a, a teleprompter? Yes, I am. Uh, I ha I work so many movie that I have to keep a track what I am. This wow. is promotion. This is this I like do bullshit I me. do your show. Like, this is bullshit. For the movie uh, is called Holy Cannoli. It is a rom com, romantic comedy about uh, two cops who fall in love looking for the giallo murder. It's going to be called a Super Cops. Here it star George Slooney. And Julia Roberto. Uh, once again, it sounds like you're plagiarizing something that's already out there. What is movie that I that I inspire from? Well, I want to know what you're doing now. I your show. I am here <laughs> no, doing promotion like, like, yeah, for okay. my movie, a holy cannoli. Um, sweet throat. You know that that brings up a uh, question. We've been listening to how Martini here is promoting and or a liar. How do you promote your particular service? I just promote. I got it on Instagram. You, really? You pimp on Instagram. I got a sweet. I got a sweet throat only friends. And so I put the women on there, and then the men's the Johns just DM me and say, "I want that one right there." How does one become a pimp? When's the day that you go, I'm going to not work at such and such, but I'm going to start managing women and pimping them out? Walk us through that process. Oh, well, sweet throats. Family is a family of pimps. See, the thing is, my daddy was a pimp. My mama was even a pimp before she was a After she became, when she became a she was, before she was a she was a pimp, but she became my daddy's So you come from a long line of pimps. A long line. Even my granddaddy was and how do you and think? He became a pimp. So when is it that you're in the family and realize that you live with a bunch of pimps? When I was young, I used to see just walking around the house all day, all night, all through the night, and all through the light. And so walking around the house uh, was normal for you. And hearing the ooh ooh ah ah sounds of the night. Oh wow! Okay. This inspired me. I want to sign. A movie about your life. I have a title. It's called A Sweet, A Sweet Throats, A Badass Song. I got something for you to write the man. This plan right here is going to rock your boat because it stars Sweet Throat. Mm, I like the, the Rudy Ray Moore vibe you have. It's a very a masculine. I like it. sounds like you're about to plagiarize Best Little House in Texas. Ah, uh, but they no make the best whore house in Texas, the best whore house in Napoli. You steal, you the steal from the Italiano. Major funding for Whole World Improv Theater and this episode is provided by the City of Atlanta's Mayor's Office of Cultural Affairs. The Office of Cultural Affairs does a lot of really good things for the arts inside this city. And although they'll never admit it, secretly, we know that Whole World is their favorite. I'm curious, obviously, you must be very proud of your heritage. Do you serve actual homemade Italian food on the sets? Every uh, movie I make, a uh, catered by my mama, my mamma mia. 
She make the uh, lasagna. She make the uh, arigatoni, the ravioli, and can you tell us what goes into her lasagna that makes it so authentic? Absolutely. Uh, my mamma mia, she always make a lasagna that she have inspired from a lady called Miss Stoffers. Uh, Miss Stoffers always make the lasagna, and the trick is to heat the oven to a three seventy five. And you leave for an hour. That is uh, the secret to my mamma mia. So you grew up in plagiarism. No, I grew up in Italy. I don't know where is this plagiarism you keep bringing up. I want to talk about my movie. Okay. Just saying that you keep stealing people's ideas to make them your own. And I don't appreciate it. I, 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 have I ever been inspired by an idea of yours? Why are you so upset? Because Mrs. Stouffer's took a long time to come up with that recipe, and she sold it, and she worked her ass off to get it into stores everywhere, and your mom is just taking that recipe and making it her own, like she's from Italy, like she's some big shot. I mean, come on. This is the problem with the, the late stage of capitalism. You are more like the woman who put the lasagna in the freezer, and I have a love for the woman that put the lasagna in my stomach. I think one is more important. Yeah, okay. Speaking of capitalism, we throw. I'm curious, are the prices of the sex workers affected by the current rise in inflation? Oh, see, the thing is, when the prices go up, the go up too. Well, and let me ask you this. Are they vaccinated? Have they had their shots? Did they get boosters? Like, how are you managing the well-being and the health during a pandemic on these women? You're just sending them out there. Are you bringing COVID into your own home? What the hell? See, the thing is, we don't, we got all our vaccinations and boosters. So that means that he can still get that rooster. The what? <laughs> The hen can get the rooster because they claim. The hen gets the I thought the rooster got the hen. Now, these these go get the mean. Okay, all right. And they're vaccinated and they've got their shots. Um, STD how, checks every week. Every week. Let's talk about that. I want to break that down a little bit. STD checks every week. Does somebody come into the home? Do they go to a clinic? What the hell is happening? How I you got a nurse that comes down and comes down from the clinic and tests my personally. Wow, a nurse. A nurse. She sucks at all the, all the clinics. Wow. After they've been tested. After I, they've I, been tested. On a somewhat different subject, I want to ask, you keep referring to female sex workers. Are there male sex workers in your um, organization? We have two or three. One named Lil Timmy, one named Lil Jimmy. But they, they, hey, it's women out here that like man. Some women can't get no all the time. So they go to, they come to the, they go, they come to the shelter and pick up my boys. There's a hoe. <laughs> boys. Like a po' boy. A po' boy, um, which is bringing bass back to food. Martini, I noticed that you have some ingredients here. I'm looking at a number of things here. It looks like some limes, some various uh, liquids in there. Are, are you going to give us a demonstration? Uh, uh, yes, I always like to make uh, my legendary Scalini Martini. 
for uh, anybody that I do uh, the show before. Uh, I can make for you to enjoy. If you would like, I can prepare uh, uh, now. I have all ingredients. Well, I will have to pass, but I'm sure Chip is interested. Yes, I'm very interested. Okay, absolutely. Let me see. Uh, uh, first, you start off with a lime. You start with a lime, and you uh, cut the lime in a half. You make the lime cut. You just listen. After you have cut the lime... Just don't cut your finger, please. You must, uh, the next step is to uh, actually to uh, cut your finger because this uh, martini I put on my blood and on my sweat and my tear. So you cut your finger. Ah, yeah, yeah. And you do one, a two, a three drops de la sangue. After that, you start to think about an old lover. You cry. And you put a tear in. And then what you do is you start to put in a Italian vermouth, little bit of Italian vermouth. You just put it in the cup. And then you also put uh, the bitters. And finally, the that last is, bit is uh, the gin. Yes, Martini. Oh, yeah. It, the gin. This is the only way to make sure that they play your movies. You put the gin in now. Um. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's overflowing. That's that's. Uh, it's on the table now. That's a lot. We got a lot of, of equipment here. Hold okay. on one second, then you get the. You get the good gin now. You put that base. And now you put in the good gene. The, this is the miracle work right here. All that gene, somebody gonna commit a sin. You should know. It is almost done now. Hold on. I gotta go pee. <laughs> this make you flush every toxin from your body tomorrow. And for those of you who can't see, these are some of the largest bottles of gin that I've ever seen. And then you mix it up in a, your a, a small a martini glass. You have been sweating this whole time, so that has a comb into the drink. And last but not least, you snap a half, a half, not a whole, a half of a, a cactus into the mix. This gives it the inspiration of a tequila. Here you go. Would you please take a sip of this drink if you would like to enjoy? Wow. Isn't this a plagiarism? of Martinez, a man who in the early 1920s was also known as Martinez, and he served it at the Occidental Hotel in San Francisco, where people commonly refer to this as not the Martinez, but the Martini. It seems like you've stolen something else. This is, this is not the same drink. This is Scalini. 
But you have a very educated tongue, I can tell, because I did forget a one, a, a, a vital ingredient. Yes, you did. I did. The one, a vital ingredient that uh, make uh, my drink the Scalini drink. And that is the wind, the, wi the breath, the wind of a pimp. You must breathe a pimp wind into the drink. Would you please uh, 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 help to finalize the scalini? Yeah, let's find out what you think, uh, Mr. Sweet. Wow. This is the biggest bullshit we've ever had on this show. That's not my cup of tea, but because uh, I'm a man of that yak. But it's all right with me. A yak? That cognac. Oh, okay. Would you serve that to a John before one of your pimps, one of your uh, ladies of the night took over? Can we stop calling it John? This is in no way related to a me. John is the guy that comes to get the services from the pimp. It is inspired by your name. Uh, no, you're no, plagiarizing no. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom and dad plagiarized. Yeah. When the giant comes in, they get whatever they want. Call this episode plagiarize. They get whatever they want. They can get gin. They can get weed. They can even get a little cocaine if they want to. Wow. And so, um, do you have like a waiting area, or is it just a living room? Actually, it's a it's a auditorium where the Johns just stand in line and they just wait until they turn. A auditorium. What is that? Please, I mean, I think our listeners are dying to know what a auditorium is. The auditorium is where the the customers they come in and they wait until the is done with the other customers. And so, uh, since this is a shelter for hoes, that means that it's a non-profit organization. So that is why the rent is free. Well, let me ask you this. So what are you doing to protect these people? Are you providing condoms, birth control, contraceptives? Like, what's happening? And what happens if one of the gets pregnant? If the get pregnant, that's her fault because she's supposed to have a condom on. If she's getting pregnant, she's doing that on her outside job. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, we have contraceptives, we have condoms, we have extra large, extra small, medium size, big girth ones. We also have the ones, we also have dimple dams, the things you put around your mouth just in case you want to eat some wow. coochie. Okay. And we have everything that you need and everything you want. We got yeah. lubrication, vibrations, we even got vibrators that with special sleeves on this so that we can take it off and clean it before another John so wants it. There's a shop inside of the shelter. Exactly. One-stop shop for everything you need. Look. And what happens if one, like I said, gets pregnant? Uh, do we raise this? Do we do DNA on this child? Do we find out who the father is? Do we collect child support? How do we go about uh, dealing with the miscellaneous child that comes into the... Well, if there is a miscellaneous chat, uh, child, then we'll just turn it to a, a orphanage. A house and an orphanage, all you, in one. Do, well, yeah, we got that. Do you currently have any children that live within the... Not current. ...orphanage? Not current. Do you have any children at all? No, I don't have any kids. They'll mess up my pimping. You know, this sounds good. That This is good news. I'm pretty sure you don't want to be raised <laughs> in, in a orphanage. Uh, on that note, we'll be back right after this. If you are looking to enhance your awesomeness and meet sexy, new people, you need to take a class at Whole World. We offer a 10-week class for adults at all levels. 
Whether you're beginner, intermediate, or advanced improviser, you'll learn the whole world approach to improv and have a blast doing it. I know I did. For students who progress through the advanced class, the entire program culminates with a big, big show on the legendary whole world stage. All the actors at our award-winning theater have gone through our class program. And now it's time for you to take the stage. That's right, you. You know you want to. Get that neuroplasticity going and gain confidence at the same time. Go to the classes page at wholeworldtheater.com to register. That's theater spelled with an R-E because we're fancy. This podcast was supported in part by the Georgia Council for the Arts through the appropriations of the Georgia General Assembly. Georgia Council for the Arts also receives support from its partner agency, the National Endowment for the Arts, which means we're on DC's radar. And I'm coming for you, Congress. My dream of being the next Jon Stewart is this much closer. Hey, everybody, we're back, and um, Chip, not sure how to take that one, but... <laughs> mm, there's going to be a lot of bleeping. Yeah, I think there I will think be so. some bleeping. <laughs> so, uh, Brick, a.k.a. Sweet Throat, played by Scoop, how do you come up with a character like this? It was, a, again, it was another show that I was watching called uh, Black Dynamite, and the guy's name is really Bullhorn. And but the way he rhymed, like I was trying to rhyme like him because it's really kind of hard to rhyme with stuff. But like he, like he was like rhyme. He like he'll rhyme like most most of, most of all of his sentences were like rhyme with rhyme, like especially like with the with like the first word and the n word. So that's what like that's why I kind of I liked it because he was like rhyming. So it's making me like kind of like getting my head. I'm not getting my head, but like making my brain work a little bit more to try and find sentences or words to say that kind of rhyme with each other. So like that's why I like that character. That that was my inspiration. Nice. And if y'all watched that show, what I said on here was PG compared to that show. Have you seen the movie that inspired the TV show? <laughs> I have not watched the movie yet, but I, but, but I, I, I want I want to watch the movie. But I'm like the TV show really just like because like they like they, they even had a Michael Jackson episode where they basically said Michael Jackson was like a, was like he, he he really wasn't a Jackson Five like he was really wasn't a Jack he was an alien that got sent down when well, uh, the the aliens impreg impregnated Miss Jackson. Oh wow! And then and then and then, it, 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 and then it really wasn't Joseph beating on the kids. It was Michael beating on Joseph and the kids. Oh wow, that's amazing! And harks back to our uh, Jesus juice. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Martini Scalini, Dre. How do you come up with the very detailed? I mean, Chip pointed out that you were reading your notes again <laughs> about this guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martini Scalini, I love movies. I'm a I'm a big cinephile. Love movies uh, tremendously, and I also love the personalities behind them. I've, if there's an audio commentary, I've probably listened to it. I was doing that before podcasts were even a thing. My whole life, just listening to commentaries. And one of my favorite eccentric directors is a uh, Hispanic director named Alejandro Jodorowsky. And if you want to watch a documentary to understand how crazy that guy is, there is Jodorowsky's Dune, which is about the first attempt to make the film 
film Dune, which they recently made with Timothy Chalamet, about how he not only almost did it, but he almost did it with the most prolific talent on the planet. When the movie fell through, half the people that were working on the original Dune ended up making Star Wars as we know it. And then a lot of other people ended up working on other projects. For instance, the, uh, the bad guys in Dune have a very H.R. Geiger look, Giger, the way he says it. And that's because H.R. Giger was actually working on the original Dune. When that fell through, he went to the very next project that was in his little queue of projects, which happened to be a little film called Alien. So it's a weird movie about how this movie that never got made ended up still being possibly the most influential film in sci-fi history. And the guy behind it all is very eccentric, very silly, a bit of a plagiarist and uh, a self-promoter, shameless, Mm. but funny. And endearing. Interesting. Plagiarism is probably what this episode is going to be called. Yeah. <laughs> you totally. Yeah. Uh, where do you get a water jug that big? Um, it's a REI special. <laughs> you That's just right. go. You go to REI and they will charge you twenty dollars too much for First a big bottle. First person that's ever brought props to the show. Uh, I have uh, uh, an affinity for some of the comedy from uh, Howard Stern, and I've always appreciated the way he uses sound to project some uh, comedic mm-hmm. ideas. So I figured, mm-hmm. why the hell not? Well, I mean, I loved it. I just wish there had really been martini <laughs> in that. <laughs> it's funny because I actually thought about doing it, but I was like, damn it, was, this I, is water. I did think about mixing a martini for you guys, and then I was like, maybe they won't because it's lunch. I don't know. I wish I had now. <laughs> now I wish you had. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I was I think it was a little martini. Yeah, I, I, I did think about filling this one. I was like, when he gave it to me, I was I like, oh, he really made it. And I was like, no, the bitch is plagiarizing. That's that's after you just plagiarized God. That's water. Like, holy shit. Seriously. Drake, Scoop, been a pleasure having you. Thanks for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having us. And Chip, as always, thank you. Thank you. And until next week, scene. Thanks for listening to the Whole World Improv Theater Podcast, now with a fresh new lemony scent. The Whole World Improv Podcast is a production of Whole World Improv Theater in association with Headspace Industries. The executive producer, writer, and servant in the place of truth is Chip Powell. The other producer, writer, whatever, is John Mihalik. Ooh, that is ominous. The voiceover booth here isn't set up yet, and so I'm, I'm kind of pulling some strings, and I'm huddled underneath a giant comforter, and it's probably uh, about 120 degrees under here, and big old sweat droplet dropped right on what I'm reading, and right on the H of Mihalik. I don't know what it means. Probably means that we're both sweaty people, John. Original music by The Gentle Readers. And our social media maven is Bethany Rowe. Please help support this podcast by liking, subscribing, and leaving us a review. And use emojis. It's fun watching John try to figure out what they are. Eggplant donut, eggplant donut, eggplant donut, bagel. What's the difference between a bagel and a donut in the euphemism world? Write in and let us know. Or peach. Whole World Improv Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit theater. Please support by donating at our website, wholeworldtheater.com. And remember, it's tax deductible. It's easier than lying about the size of your home office. 
Oh man, that's another one that hit really close to home. But I've only really lived in 600 square feet ever. At most. So it's negligible. All right, IRS, you have won by far. You win. You win. Just take my life. Additional writing and voiceover from me, Kate Hollow. And I'm now officially drenched in sweat from head to toe. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Plagiar- right. You plagiarized God. God. Plagiarized God. Plagiarized God. It's just water.